Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where your spirit is fed, my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. And the Lord's really been stirring us this week about uh, strong faith that doesn't have to see just based on the Word of God. Hallelujah. Uh, Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans uh, years ago wrote uh, four uh, little books on healing that I highly recommend. And one of the things she said, she said, God delights in His children, stepping out over the aching void with nothing underneath their feet but the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, uh, when Peter stepped out of the boat, and walked on the water, you know, physically, that doesn't work. So there was something between his foot, right? <laughs> and the water holding him up, the power of God. He was walking on that word that Jesus said, come. And every word of God is full of power to cause to come to pass what the Lord said. Amen. So get your uh, Bible that's full of these words and come on into the classroom and let's let the power and life of some of these words affect us today, spirit, soul, and body. Lord, we thank you so much for your wonderful teacher, the Holy Spirit. Thank you for our great textbook, the Bible. Thank you for giving us answers and things that uh, human beings have no answer for, but you have already revealed it to us. And we ask for these things. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We've been now for a, a couple of weeks on the study of this fourth healing in our series of faith for healing in the individual accounts of healing in the ministry of Jesus, the healing of the nobleman's son. So let me read it to you again in John chapter 4. John 4 and 43 after two days, Jesus departed from there and went into Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. Then when he was coming to Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did at Jerusalem at the feast, for they also went to the feast. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine, and there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus to him, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down, ere or before my child die. Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your son lives. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, what'd they say? Your son lives. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said to him, yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him, so the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said to him, what? Your son lives and himself believed in his whole house. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. 
we see how that the man had faith that God was real or that Jesus was really ministering healing to people, that things were really happening. He had some faith there in the possibility of it. That's why he left home and came. But when Jesus looked at him, he didn't just respond and do it, do what he wanted him to do. Uh, and all ministers and, and all God's people should be led by the Spirit. If you're led by people, you're not led by the Spirit. So Jesus didn't, in this case, there were times he did. He, he went to people's house because they asked him to, but not today. And he looked at the man and said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, there's an issue. You won't believe until you see things. You're wanting to see miracles, then you're going to believe. That's a problem. So the man still didn't get it. He said with urgency, please come. Before my child died, like we saw in yesterday's class, Hebrews 4.3 says, We which have believed do enter into rest. Oh my, what a great truth this is. Uh, I don't lie awake at night afraid I'm going to hell when I die. <laughs> you know, part of the prayer that sometimes people teach children is, uh, now I lay me down to sleep, you know, and among other things, if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Well, if you're saved, you don't need to pray that. <laughs> huh? And if you're not sure whether he will or not, are you resting? Are you convinced? Are you persuaded? Somebody said, well, that, that's not a good thing to teach my little child. Not the best. <laughs> <laughs> they need to know. Not hope so. Not wish. Right? There needs to be no fear that I might be lost. I, I don't. And it's not because I, I think I'm such a good person or I've done everything right. I know I've made many, many mistakes. But I am completely convinced Amen. that Jesus paid the price for Keith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And everybody, Amen. that he paid the price for me and that I am accepted in the beloved, in God, because of what he did. Amen. And that my name is in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't been there, but I'm sure it's there. Amen. I'm sure there's a page and an entry, <laughs> right? And it's me. I'm there and that I am part of the citizenship of heaven. And when I die and I leave here, I'll slip out of my body like a hand comes out of a glove and I will not go to hell. I will go straight to be with the Lord. I'll depart from here and go to be with Christ, which is far better. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't lose sleep over that. Why? Because I'm in faith. I am in faith about that, which means I am in rest. Amen. Can you see that? I, I don't. Every time an altar call is given, I don't get up and go down again to try to make sure I'm saved. Huh? I'm not always trying to see, have I checked all the boxes? Can I make sure I'll get in? Have I, have I done enough good works? 
Am I close? It's not close. And it's not based on your performance. It's based on his performance. What he has done. Well, that's true in everything in life. When you actually get into faith about something, you're no longer struggling over it. You're no longer in fear about it. You're no longer desperate. Can you hear desperation in this man's voice right here? You can. Uh, when, the, when he saw the Lord wasn't going to just come with him, he's like, uh, please come quick. We got to hurry before my boy dies. And the Lord just looked at him and he said, your son lives. So go, go your way. The man has a decision to make. We know he made the right one. He's in the book. Right? (laughs) We've already read the rest of it and saw what happened. He looked at Jesus. He heard those words. I don't think it took him long. But he had a decision to make, didn't he? And he decided, this is right. This is true. This this man, I doubt he saw him as the Messiah or as the Son of God, but this prophet has heard from God. He's given me this word. Thy son lives. My son lives. That just rang through him. My son lives. Because everything else had been telling him, expect him to die. But now, he's got something else. It's not based on anything he's seen in the natural. It's only based on this word. Your son lives. So he said, that's it. Okay. Thank you, sir. And he turns, he and his entourage, and they head toward the house. Now, we which have believed do enter into rest. Go back to Hebrews with me, that fourth chapter, uh, if you would. Because that entire chapter talks about this. Hebrews 4, 3, we which have believed do enter into rest. If you skip on down to the ninth verse, Hebrews 4, 9, there remains therefore a rest to the people of God. Is there a rest for believers in this chaotic world? There is. Is there a peace that passes understanding? There is. And it's connected directly to to faith. If you don't believe, you won't have this peace. But when when you choose to believe, you enter into, did you see that phrase? You you enter into the rest of God. This is a supernatural rest. Because everything around you is screaming at you, you should be upset, you should be scared, you should be panicking. But because you've believed the the revealed spoken word of God, you've entered in inside to a place of peace and quiet and rest where it's done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he goes on to say, verse 10, for he that's entered into his rest, he has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Did you see now the man ceases from working, trying to get Jesus to come. Can you see that? If he kept on trying to get Jesus to come, what do we know? He hasn't accepted that word. 
He hadn't got in faith yet. Verse 11, let us labor to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief for the Word of God. That's what all his faith is based on. The Word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It goes on. Now here's something very important to note. The man did not get up here talking to Jesus and then just decide, I'm just going to believe it's okay. I'm just going to say it's okay and go home. Now, now people try to do that. But that's not what he did. When did he turn around and go home? After. Only after he had heard from the Lord. Right? Elsewise, how do you know that's what you should do? There's a thousand other things, the, Lord, the ways the Lord could do it. Right? I mean, and we, we've had a problem with some people learning about some faith principles. Well, just say it. Just decree it. Just command it. All that's true, but it's based on the Word. And not just a random word that you pick out of the hat. He, did he get a word from the Lord that day about his situation? Yes. Can we get a word from the Lord yes. today? Yes. yes, you can. Now, he'll speak to you through the Bible, yes. He'll speak to you direct by his Spirit. He'll speak to you uh, through, through other people. But you'll know that's him talking to me about this. And then once you get that word, that's when you put both arms around it, you receive it, and you go, ah, and you rest on that word. And that word will hold you steady through the rest of this whole ordeal. But you, let me go over it again. Did he just halfway there Say, you know what, I'm just going to believe it's okay. I'm just going to believe it's okay. Based on what? Faith must have a foundation. Faith in God is based on what He told you. Faith in God in this situation is based on what He told you about this situation. Faith in me would be based in what I told you. You can't just say, I'm just, I'm just going to believe it. Brother Keith comes over and cleans my house. <laughs> I believe it in my heart. I'm saying it with my mouth. Brother Keith will come and clean my house. You could be waiting a while. <laughs> if I believe it, based on what? You believe it based on what? The only way you could really have faith in me that I would do something is if you heard me tell you I would come and clean your house. Then you could say, well, if he said it, he'll do it. You could put, or I don't believe it. You'd have to make a choice. But can you see where many have made some serious mistakes? Where they, they just said, I'm just going to believe that this happens. I'm just going to believe that that happens. Based on what? 
based on what? This man didn't just decide, I'm going to do this. He heard from the Lord. And based on that word, he received it and relaxed. Hallelujah. And no longer pulls on the master. He, he, he stops this trying to get him to go. I'm sure he thanked him and turned and goes. But now it's uh, 20 miles <laughs> of dusty roads with no cell phones. Are y'all with me now? 20 miles. And we know there's at least a day involved in this because when he gets home and asks them when it happened, they said yesterday. You remember that? And so in, in those days, uh, many times you, you should not travel at night. You could get robbed or something. And so I don't know. Of course, you get tired, you know, uh, walking or the horse gets tired walking. You got to rest some. But anyway, 20 miles to deal with your thoughts. <laughs> right? 20 miles. What, what, the enemy is the same uh, then as he is now. Uh, what did he do? What did the enemy do? What are you doing? What are you doing? You better go back. Get that preacher. <laughs> you, better, you better go back. He's got the special anointing. You better. You better. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. You waited too long now. Yeah, you've messed up. You, you lost your window here. And how does he overcome that? See, uh, once you get into the rest, you're in faith. What's the enemy going to try, try to do with you? Get you out. Come on, kids. Get you out. What? Back into being upset, being scared, being, you know, unrest. And what do you have to do? You have to hold on to that word. What does a man need to keep telling himself? My son lives. Right? The horse is going to clop to clop to clop to clop. And, and he's going, my son lives. My son lives. Clop to clop, clop. He's already dead. Shut up. My son. Come on, y'all with me? This is the good fight of faith. Once you've heard the word, if you believe it and receive it, you'll enter into rest. You'll, you'll breathe a sigh of relief. Thank God. But that doesn't mean that instantaneously you see everything. He didn't. And there were hours and hours before he would. And so he's got to keep telling himself, no, no, the Lord said, my son lives. I believe that. He made a choice. He needs to stay with his choice. Can you be talked out of your choice? You can be. That's why the scripture said, don't cast away your confidence. What does that mean? You had confidence and you let somebody talk you out of it because you wasn't seeing it fast enough or you wasn't feeling it quickly enough. No, 20 miles <laughs> on dusty roads. What, what did he do? Somebody help me out. What did, what did he do? My son lives. Oh, somebody said, my son lives. My son lives. Oh, praise God. Praise God. It was 20 miles 
of casting down imaginations. <laughs> it was 20 miles of rejecting and resisting fear, wasn't it? And worry and unbelief. It, like we said, it was 20 miles of reminding himself of the word of the Lord. Isn't that how Jesus defeated the enemy? In the wilderness? What do he keep saying? It is written. It is written. It is written. And that's why we see where it says in Hebrews 4 there, labor or work to, to not get it, but to stay in the rest. And the very next verse says, for the word of God. It's powerful and mighty. That's what you hold on to. That's what got you in the rest. And if you hold on to it, it's what keeps you in the rest. 20 miles of expecting a miracle. What do you mean? If you believe this word, what do you expect to see and hear when you get home? You are expecting not to see that your boy died. The Lord said he lives. Right? So what am I expecting to see? That he's living. Right? He lives. He's okay. 20 miles of expecting a miracle and that means 20 miles, the easiest way to pass that 20 miles, praising and thanking God. Amen. Right? Yes. Pray For what? What are you praising and thanking God for? Because my son lives. Amen. My son lives. Amen. My son lives. You need to write poems about it. You need to write songs about it. Is that right? You need to praise God about it and thank God about it and say hallelujah about it. What? My son. Because that is what gives you a reason to expect something different. That is what gives you a foundation to stand. That's why I say, he didn't just decide and say, I'm just going to say it's okay and go back. That's, that's nothing for it to stand on. No, he's standing on something solid. The word he got from the Lord. And so we see, when he got close in, that uh, people from his house came out to meet him. And what do you think the devil told him when, when, when that happened? Huh? Why are, they, why are they coming out to meet you? <laughs> you know the devil said him, told him uh, they wanted to get you before you got to the house and, and prepare you, you know, that your, your boy is dead. And tell me how you respond to that. How you respond? No. No. My son lives. My son lives. This is how you fight the good fight of faith. And... Uh, uh, so, uh, as he was on the road going down, his servants met him, and when they got close enough to him, and they opened his mouth, what'd they say? What'd they say? They said what he's been saying. Come on, can you sit for the last 20 miles since yesterday, uh, all that dust and all that casting down imaginations, your son lived. Don't you think he threw up his hands and said, oh, glory to God. Yes. Hallelujah. Is he shocked? Though, no, he's not shocked. This is what he's been expecting, right? No, he's not startled. He's not shocked. He's thankful. And uh, so he said, uh, uh, well, when, what time did he start getting better? Now, this is an interesting word. This word in the King James began to amend. This refers not to an instantaneous total recovery but that he started getting better and then just kept getting better and better and better. You remember with the uh, 10 lepers, 
The scripture said they were healed, how? As they went. Yeah, thank God for things that are just all done in a moment. But there's a whole lot of things that are recovery. You, instead of getting worse, you, you stop getting worse and you start getting better. <laughs> and then you just keep getting better. And Remember, they, they'll lay hands on the sick and what? And what? Didn't say instantly every symptom will be gone. Said what? They shall recover. That means they'll start getting better and they'll get better and better and better. And so he said, when did he start getting better? And they said, well, let's see, it was, uh, it was one o'clock yesterday. He said, that's exactly when Jesus looked at me and he said, your son lives. Hallelujah. 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 And then his house, his folks in his house start shouting, <laughs> right? And the Bible said, all of them believed they did not attribute this to luck. Our chance go, well, he just happened to start getting better, uh, you know, began to get better at that same time. What a coincidence. No, it ain't a coincidence. It's faith. And it's a miracle. It's power of God released by the Word of God when somebody entered into rest and said, that's it. I've got it. I've got it. And it was, it was something that the Lord used as a sign, the man was looking for a sign. He didn't get a sign before the boy was healed, but when the boy is healed, it became a sign. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through the whole community, and you and I are still talking about it today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, your healing can be a witness to other people and encourage them as well. God gets glory, not out of you being sick, but out of you recovering amen. and out of you he- being healed and being delivered. Can you say amen? Amen. And our time's up again. Said out loud, I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time here at Faith School. I've really enjoyed being with you again this week in Faith School. The Lord's building us up. So many of you are are partners with us and enabling us to send this out at no charge to to people all over the world. And the same thing we were seeing in our studies this week apply to us financially as well. You know, Jesus told those that he had sent out, he said, when I sent you out, did you lack anything? They said, no, nothing. And what we must do concerning our finances is enter into rest concerning them. As long as you're agitated, about where your next meal will come from and where your next your clothes and your housing. The Lord said, don't worry about those things. Cast all your care over on me and enter into this rest and just begin to say, say it out loud with me right now, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You never paid a bill by worrying about it or fretting about it. You never paid off anything by being in fear about it. No, right now, enter into rest. The Lord is my source. He will take care of me. The Lord's my good shepherd. I shall not want. We'll see you again next time here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 
941-702-7390. 